darling, 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 there's no need to worry. It's just a couple things. Just a couple things on my brain. If it's you another, there's no need to worry. Cause I can sleep between. I'm a third wheeler. I'm a side better. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lacash, and this is Wrong Opinion. I didn't mess that up at all. If you're listening to this, you're still not on the Patreon, because this first episode of Wrong Opinion, I am going to make free. And then you all are going to have to go into the Patreon and give me at least eight bucks a month. It's come to this. It has come to this. And look, th- these are the rules, and, and it's not mine. It's just natural law. It's God's rule. Um, if you're rich, you can't give me $8 a month to have access to the podcast. I don't even care if you listen to this or not. If you're rich, uh, you got to pay me way more than that. And then and then, and then, then it's like tears, right? So if you're uh, not only rich, but you're a family member, you got to give more than the normal rich person who's not a family member because there's love involved. And since there's love involved, uh, it, it, it's it, look, it's complicated. I can do a whole podcast on that. Or I could just talk to you on the phone if you're my family and uh, beg. And, uh, and, you know, I'll make a jackass out of myself. I have no shame. I don't care. But for now, this is Wrong Opinion. I'm Josh Lakash. Uh, you... Got to go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash wrong OP to be a patron. I guess that's where, where Patreon comes from. Look at me putting the puzzle together for you, huh? So, uh, yeah, look, I'm thinking about doing it like this, where the first five, ten minutes of the podcast are free. I'll still upload it to iTunes and Spotify, and then the rest of it will be on Patreon, and you can only get it if you pay. And not only that, so you got to tell me what tiers you want. You know, I don't have merch yet or anything like that. But um, if you're a lonely person, uh, one of the higher tiers is you have to pay me <laughs> for advice because you're lonely. You're fucking up. And uh, I can help you with that. So maybe it's something like I give you advice or, you know, how you guys submit me questions, maybe instead of doing the question and answer on the podcast. It could be a one-on-one type of thing. There's many things we could do, and that's okay. But this is a totally different podcast. You're still subscribed to it because I, whatever, the tech thing, I I didn't really change much. I just changed the name and the picture. Other than that, it's pretty much the same. But uh, And the heart and soul of the podcast is the same. You know why? Because I am the heart and soul of the podcast. You can, and, and also, again, the, the heart and soul of this podcast is you're listening to someone who hates the way things are and will always hate the way things are. So you're, you're seeing the world in, through the eyes of a curmudgeon. And I think that, that that is important. Imagine if you loved everything. Imagine, maybe not even, maybe love is too harsh of a word, but imagine if you were okay with everything, which is how I used to be when I was younger with the libertarian ideology. It's almost as if you just don't believe in anything. Which I think is is a lot more dangerous than believing in something, even if it's the wrong thing. Because if you don't believe in anything, you're really not contributing to society. You're just kind of there passively. You're like a male dude doing yoga. And no one wants to see that. Yoga is strictly for, for hot girls. And listen, this is I, I did yoga when I was 18 for a little bit. I went through my three-month period where I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. I'm feeling very spiritual without the religion thing. But really, it is kind of religious. And uh, so, so, you know, it was wrong of me to be there, and I'm sorry. But uh, what was even more wrong was the fat people in there. And look, I'm not against fat people trying to better themselves and lose weight. But I think that maybe they should do it in private first and then go out into the real world. I'm just I'm just riffing here, you guys. Maybe I'm completely wrong. We've had a weird week, by the way. We've had a weird week, and this is Tuesday. The U.S. government admitted aliens exist, <laughs> admitted UFOs exist, and no one cares. This is how 
narcissistic humans are right now. This is or mainly first world countries and Americans, Western countries. Uh, you know, we're we're so narcissistic. We we are ending our bloodline here because we're not making babies. So so we've decided. Okay, here the end is 2020. The end is with the millennial and Gen Z gen- generation, and we're not making babies anymore because we're the best the bloodline had to offer, and we just decide we're going to stop the hundreds of thousands of years of our bloodline right here because, you know, we're career gals. <laughs> and we have we have Instagram profiles that we, we think are brands. We think we're a brand. We think individually we're so important that we're brands and people care about our aesthetic, our, our um, feed, you know, that the pictures all have to look the same. We're so important. So, so of course, we're going to be the generation that, that doesn't care that the media, not only the government, but the, but the media is like, yep, there's um, UFOs. We don't know what the fuck they are. Someone tweeted yesterday. Someone tweeted, uh, I was going to, this is going to be the last thing I spoke about today, but honestly, it kind of goes with the whole opening. Someone wrote, we literally confirmed the existence of UFOs today and nobody gives a shit. 248,000 likes. It's true. Remember a few months ago on this podcast, I was talking about how the Pentagon declassified some videos, but they didn't really comment on what those were. So the pilots in those videos were saying these are UFOs, we, like meaning we don't know what the fuck they are, and they seem to be not from this earth. And uh, the media didn't really pick up on it. And yesterday, the government's like, yeah, we don't really know what that is. We give up. We don't know what that is. And through the madness of coronavirus, which is a hoax, and um, and and just the pure narcissism that we're all experiencing, no one cares. How do we not care about that? When I was a teenager, I was obsessed with 9-11 being an inside job, which I still kind of think, I mean, I still do think so. I don't think it was Bush, but it was the deep state. And I was obsessed with UFOs. One of my research papers in high school was on Roswell and, and other crashes and I got uh, I was a horrible student, but but those kinds of projects I got A pluses in, which means I'm not dumb. I just hated school. So I, I was and still am and will always be interested in UFOs and aliens. And uh, and no one cares. No one cares. How sad is that? Um, it's it, I guess our, our our priorities are all all jumbled up and wrong. So, um, yeah, <laughs> you got You're going to subscribe to the Patreon. That's it. I've decided for you eight bucks a month. If you're not rich, that's come on. I've been doing, I did 105 episodes before this one for free. I probably, if you're young, I probably helped your life. Think about it. I called you a pussy. I told you to eat meat, beef liver, work out, get sun. I mean, these are important things that they don't teach you in school. I, I taught you that liberalism is inherently gay. <laughs> it's, it's for fags. I taught you that you can say fag, and it doesn't matter. And you can say anything you want, and it doesn't matter. Um, so, moving on. Moving on. I saw some brutal shit a couple days ago. I follow a couple Telegram accounts. Telegram is like WhatsApp and Twitter in combined where people who have been kicked off Twitter made Telegrams and they just post things. And uh, I saw, so I saw two polar opposite kinds of videos that are to me interesting because they all took place in London. And I, I, I tend to rip these videos and put them on Twitter I mean, I, I, I realized that it helps with engagement and all that. And also, it helps create interesting conversations. So I posted the the not-so-crazy one. The crazy one, it's still with me. I'm still a little bit scarred from it. No pun intended. I'll get to that in a second. But I posted a video um, of someone getting headbutted. And I didn't think it was going to really get any traction or anything. But uh, I thought it was a really good video. And the reason why these two videos interest me so much is because, not to get racial, but but the UK is a microcosm 
of what's happening in Europe with the invasion of migrants and open borders. And it's basically the it's basically what the United States is turning into. The UK and Canada and all those countries are they're kind of five years ahead of us in their stupidity and their clown like mentality. So I, I, I'm I'm always very interested in what's happening there. So one video is uh this kid getting kicked out of a store and the kid looks tougher than the guy that works there. The guy that works there is kind of pudgy. He's wearing glasses. And uh, and the kid is getting in his face. I'm going to play this video even though you won't be able to see it. But I'm going to just play it regardless so we can talk about it. Don't threaten me! Go on, go on. Don't fucking threaten me! Oh, but fuck, stand the base. Stand the base. Right now, come. I tell you what, just back off. Come on, just leave. So, okay, so obviously now I have to give you the play by play. The younger kid who's skinny, but still he looked like he was kind of more violent than the guy that works there is getting in this guy's face and it, he's get he he was kicked out of the store so it's it's probably because he was trying to steal something or he was harassing someone so he's getting in the face of the guy that works there the guy that works there uh without even tilting his head back like I wish Joe Rogan did a play by play about of this video the guy didn't tilt his head back the the guy that works there he just got so much torque and force from throwing his head forward without tilting it back first that it totally caught the kid off guard and the the guy broke his nose he was bleeding and it took one or two seconds for this guy to realize that uh he got bested and his fight or flight instincts have to kick in and he's like okay i i I, i'm i'm done uh i'm out of here and uh what i like about this is there was no weapons involved this is just two men solving whatever problems they had uh, by fighting. But it, all it took was one headbutt, and that's it. And it's funny. You hear, hear the woman in the background who also works at the store uh, telling them not to fight and that she's going to call the cops. There's a video, a longer video that she's like, I'm going to call the cops. And, and it's like, what are you doing? This is the problem with society now. Not only is it, the, is it, is it a problem that uh, we've gone away from two people solving a problem through fighting with one another. Uh, but it, it, it's kind of created this atmosphere of just a, the, it's the pussification of men where they think that, uh, that, that the solution is to, to bring the government into this and call the cops. Th- that's one problem. Um, I've even heard stories of, of, of these sorts of things happening where no one throws a punch, but someone called someone a bad name and they're going to call the cops because they called someone a bad name. I mean, what the fuck happened to men? That's issue number one. Issue number two is that nowadays, if you're going to get in a fight with someone uh, and you both agree that you're going to get in a fight and there's no cops or suing involved, um, you he, he might be with other people who are going to gang up on the one person, which that's not how fights are supposed to happen. That's how they, they didn't happen before. It was It was almost like challenging someone to a duel. It's not like... 30 other people challenged one person to a duel. It was a one-on-one situation. But now uh, the rules have, have gotten totally out of whack and people are really, they don't, they don't they, there's just no mutual respect anymore. And I think that that's wrong. And the third thing is you don't know if someone will have a weapon or not. Before I get to the next video, I, uh, I saw another one a week ago. Uh, I think someone posted on Twitter, and I don't know how old it is, but it seems relatively new. And it's it's a security camera, so it's not like someone was filming it with their phone. So it was a security camera outside, I guess, a club where uh, a dude and his girlfriend are having an argument, and he's not raising his fist to he's not he's not threatening to to hit her or anything. They're just having a a, a, a disagreement, an argument, and then this other dude who had nothing to do with the situation, didn't know any of the people involved, comes in between the male and the female and puts his back towards the male who is is in a relationship with that female, which 
you don't do that. If you put your back towards someone, not only are you putting yourself in danger, but you're signaling to that man that you don't think he's a threat and that you don't that that you're not worried. And this is all reminiscent. And this is why I think fighting, but not in today, but back in the day when there was mutual respect between the people. That's why I think fighting is important because there's all these signals that we don't have anymore that we have totally lost as a society because we don't do these sorts of things anymore. We call the cops right away. And 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 this is all rooted into our animalistic instincts. Look at any nature show, any nature documentary. And I was uh, over the weekend I was obsessed with watching hippo videos on Twitter cuz I, I on YouTube cuz I didn't realize Twitter uh, <laughs> hippos, sorry, were um were that dangerous but hippos are really dangerous and they the videos that I I was watching were saying that hippos don't have um enemies They, they they don't have any predators nothing really hunts hippos other than humans and other hippos and you're gonna ask me why do hippos fight each other don't aren't they the same and they have the same skin color even uh, no, because this and it's male hippos. It's always about sex. It's always about showing who's the most dominant and powerful. And this is what humans do and have done up until fairly recently. So when we have these sorts of fights happening now, they are few and far in between. No one knows the rules and no one knows the real dangers because no one has mutual respect for one another anymore. So, so going back to that video I was talking about just now, the guy puts his back towards the 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 boyfriend and starts put starts taking the girl away from the boyfriend. Granted, no one knows this dude. He's just white knighting. He's he he he's uh he's a bitch. And the other guy, the boyfriend, immediately takes out a gun, shoots him in the chest. The guy dies right away. Dies. And. All he needed to do was mind his own fucking business. And I'm not saying the guy who shot him was in the right, but there's no more fighting anymore. So so the the reason why I think that this tweet I posted of the guy headbutting this kid, and that was it, that was it. There was no other altercation was because this is how it should be. This is something that is rare now, and it's sad that is that it is rare. And it was quick. It lasted all but 20 seconds. And... Uh, and I guess people on Twitter agreed because I posted it, 6,000 likes, 277,000 views. Other people were reposting it. That's why. So it's almost like we have to live vicariously through these videos. Now, to refute everything I just said, kind of, because uh, especially in London, there are wars between the, migra- the different kinds of migrants in London. Diversity is not our strength. And I'm going to get to something a, a high schooler sent me on on uh, the Sadwater account that it, that, that it actually ties into this stuff. And it's very interesting. So the other video that still stayed with me, like that gunshot video, and I didn't post on Twitter because it was too gruesome, but someone else did. And, and, um, and uh, it, it, I was think- I've been thinking about it and I wanted to talk about it, was uh, the wars going on between migrants in London. Diversity is not our strength. So this is what seems to be like a group of black people. So they're Africans. They're from Africa surrounding this kid who looks like he's a Muslim. And this is so quick. I'm more afraid of the knife attacks and they have a huge knife attack problem in London. I'm more afraid of knife attacks than guns because it seems like guns are usually there to to just whip out and diffuse situations and then that's it like no one fucks with a gun but a knife people seem to think that they ha- they can like Liam Neeson it out of the guy's hands they've seen way too many movies and you can't the the knife attack in this video is so fucking quick that that it that you're watching the video you didn't realize what just happened it was like a snake bite so uh, someone tweeted it and said, knives are impossible to react and you'll be bleeding out before you even realize what happened. Best knife defense, never be in a, being in a situation where they're being pulled. 
So this video is, uh, let me play it right now. It's really crazy. So it's these dudes are filming it from inside a car. Stabbed right away, two seconds in. So he, he, he starts, the, the kid starts walking back uh, because your adrenaline in a fight is so is is pumping so so much that you uh, don't really feel pain. So he's wa- he got stabbed two seconds in the video. He's walking back, looks down at his chest, and then tries to walk away, and then collapses as if he was knocked out in the head. Arms fall back. No- he he didn't even try to pre- uh, preserve himself from getting hurt, prevent himself from getting hurt by putting his hands down. His hands went up. He fell straight on his back. Boom, falls on his back. And the next video I saw after this was an ambulance trying, uh, the paramedics already at the scene. Who knows how long it took them to get to the scene. And the kid is dead. His eyes are open. He's dead. They're trying everything to save his life. He's dead, dead. Uh, He's 20 years old. That same day, there was another knife attack again. And this, this one, it seemed like it was just a group of Muslims. So not only are the blacks and the Muslims fighting, but the, the Muslims and the Muslims are constantly fighting each other. Um, and uh, it, this is the difference in culture. And when you start bringing in people in droves that don't have any connection to your homeland... And don't even don't even have any respect for it. Not only connection, but respect. They refuse to assimilate. You're gonna have major problems like this, and it's gonna get worse and worse. And this is a country with no guns, no guns. It's completely legal. Not only that, but the cops don't even have guns. They have to have special units that have guns. So you're gonna have all these people run amok and do this. Whereas try doing this in Texas. You don't know who's carrying a gun in Texas. This, these sorts of things aren't happening in Texas. And Texas, besides California, has the largest uh, amount of, of Mexicans in this country. So I'm not saying that the, the Mexicans are really assimilating. They're not. It takes at least one to two generations to kind of assimilate. It takes one to two generations for the Mexicans to not vote uh, uh, 11 to 1 Democrat. It takes a few generations of making money and realizing, oh shit, this is not in our in our best interest. But that's besides the point. What's happening in the UK is going to get worse and worse and worse. And I'm going to have to watch these videos all the time. I've basically been desensitized to these videos. I've seen them so many times. And it's not like I'm seeking them. It's people are posting them because it's happening on a daily basis. It's really, really crazy. So, uh, yeah. The, 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 the contrast between the headbutt between the two white guys, and I'm not saying that they, there was no weapon attack because they're white. It's just that the, the, these sorts of uh, violent altercations are, are predominantly happening in, in migrant, uh, between migrant neighborhoods and communities, whereas the white neighborhoods are not really participating in that as much. Um, but the contrast is is so crazy, and this all happened. All these videos happened in the same weekend. So, um, I uh, oh, which actually th- it brings me to this. I saw a video. I'm actually gonna switch. The, uh, I'm I'm moving around my notes. I'm gonna move around my notes. So, because uh, these are all kind of connected. So, um. The the there people are now starting to go back to beaches and 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 all these all these uh, governments are still flexing their muscle with stupid rules and regulations and so called laws. I saw a video today of um, what looks like California, and uh, there are cops on horses telling a ninety three year old couple that they're not allowed to sit in chairs on the beach. They're allowed to be on the beach, but they're not allowed to sit on chairs. They're 93 years old. And I have a major problem with cops like this. These are cops that uh, are stick to the rules as written without thinking. So, okay, he has, to, he has to make people obey these rules, right? Would you really tell a 93-year-old couple? Like, I get it if they're teenagers and they're just acting like, sh- like shitheads. 
and you're, you're like, you know, what? I want to break this up. But this is a 93-year-old couple. Use your head. So cops are, co- the, the, in this video, the cops are heckled. Let me play the video. And, and this is the difference between, right now, even with, with, oh, was the video deleted? No. So even, even with what I'm saying, like the, the, that the UK is, is the future of the United States, we still have people with a backbone in this country. I've seen countless of videos in Sweden and France and Italy and all these countries that, uh, they, they, these altercations usually take place on a bus or something where a woman is sitting down on a, on a, on a, in a seat in the bus or subway and, um, a crazy African or Muslim dude makes them get up and starts yelling at them. And no one there is, 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 is protecting the woman. No one there is telling the guy, yo, shut the fuck up or just punch the fuck out of him and, uh, and protect the woman. And that is a completely different situation than the video I was talking about where the guy gets shot. Um, because we don't, in those countries, the men have been, have been, um, castrated. And at least in this country, and this looks like California, there's people still that uh, have a backbone and will tell the cops, shut the fuck up. And the cops, they're on horseback right away. Don't, they don't, they don't harass the old people anymore. Let's play the video. So it was two to three dudes who came up to defend the old people and the cops went away. And that's because in this country, especially in some states more than others, we still have men who won't put up with this bullshit. And, and th- that, that's why preserving a, one, a, a country's ethos and spirit is very important. This country was founded by rebels. This country was founded by people who had enough of, of the British rule and were like, fuck it, this is ours now. And we have these new rules. This is why we're completely different than a country like China. A country like China has never had a revolution. They've been 40,000 years like this. They're one of the first civilizations in the history of humanity. And they've always been oppressive. And uh, it's safe to say that that throughout the thousands of years of rule in China, the, the leaders have always killed the creative, always killed the, the rebellious. And only the, the passive, the passive and weak keep making babies. And that's why they're aliens. That's why people from there are basically like aliens. And that's why the few people who are rebellious aren't sticking around to to try to overthrow the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. They get the fuck out. They come to the United States because they understand what this country is about. Do you you know the people who come here who are really good assimilators, besides religion coming into play, so besides people coming in from uh, uh, European countries that are Christian or Catholic or Jewish, and they assimilate really quickly, the Asians assimilate really quickly. Even Indians assimilate quickly. India Indians. But you know who doesn't? The Muslims. I mean, even Nigerians. Some Nigerians that come here assimilate pretty quickly. The Mexicans don't, and the uh, the what Muslims don't. But the, but it's completely different. It's not like the Mexicans are incapable of doing it. Like I said, it takes a couple generations for them to slightly assimilate. But the older Mexicans that come here, and the ones who grew up in Mexico, are they they hold a hatred for this country that it takes a, a couple of generations to shake off. And the hatred stems from 
the the long sorted history between our two countries. I mean, the way we got Texas and the way we got California and New Mexico from them, uh, we just took it. We basically gave them nothing. We just took it. And you know what? You don't apologize for that. That's history. History isn't clean. No history is clean. You should never apologize for your history. I wouldn't go to Germany and be like, hey, hey, guys, you're all Nazis. Fuck you. Uh, and that was fairly recent, the Nazi shit. Hitler. Hitler was was five minutes ago. That's how recent it was. But I don't hold it against the Germans. Uh, the Japanese, we bombed them to hell. Two nuclear bombs. They don't hold it against us. If anything, they love us now more than ever. Because they're like, holy shit, you guys are powerful. If we continue down this road of woke culture, of uh, of just all our making all our kids trannies, uh, I doubt the Japanese will will have any respect for us anymore. And you know what? I love the Japanese, so I want them to respect us. And uh, the video that I just played with the cops being heckled, and they ride away on their horses and stop bothering the old people. It says a lot about our country, and and maybe it gives me a little hope that maybe we still have some fight left. And and this whole corona thing is complete bullshit. The death rate is way less than the flu, and uh, the more the more that these tests of the antibodies are 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 being done. For instance, I want to go do it because I swear I had this in February. The more we we are realizing that holy shit, more people have had this. The people that are dying are just unhealthy to begin with. And uh, and the numbers are are fudged. So if if the if what the result of Corona is that we're not going to be doing business with China anymore, and that we're going to bring jobs back home here, and we're going to close our borders, and we're going to be more nationalistic, then then you know what? Fine. I'm not. I, I I won't think it's that big of a mistake. What the president has done of closing the businesses and everything, but if he doesn't do that, it's going to be a major blunder. Major, major blunder. But th- it was completely fake. This whole thing was completely fake. Uh, the, there was a video that my family sent me that was also going around on Twitter. And uh, it was of a doctor in, in uh, where was this, San Bernardino. And uh, it went viral. It got like 5 million views. YouTube censored it. They took it down. They took it down. And what the doctor was talking about was that the numbers are completely false and that more people have had corona than once thought. So that means that the death rate is is even lower than the flu. And this is a doctor. This is not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that saying this, which begs to question, why would YouTube censor it? Why are they pushing the narrative that we must stay at home, we must stay out of sunlight, and we must sit around and be sedentary? And and there there's no such thing as herd immunity. There's no such thing as as uh you know is as as just um putting ourselves out there and, and getting it and getting it and then building antibody. That doesn't exist. That's fake that's fake. That's not science. So one guy who uh this really big account on Twitter called Educating Liberals, he wrote, Here's a thought. If the virus is so deadly we can't leave our homes, why aren't essential workers dying by the thousands? Stop letting the media control you. That's all he wrote. 40,000 likes. That's all he wrote. And he got banned. So Twitter is taking down videos. No, uh, YouTube is taking down videos and Twitter is banning people who have 500,000 followers for asking a question. Why are they pushing this narrative? Why do they want us to stay at home? Why are the commercials on TV all the same? Yes, yes, they all use the same companies and, and, and people who work in the, in the advertising and marketing industries aren't the brightest, especially if it's for these kinds of commercials. But a part of me also thinks that there's some social engineering, so, social programming going on. They're banning videos, they're banning people, and all the commercials are the same. So someone put a compilation, it's three minutes. I'll only play a little bit of it of the commercials on TV. They use the same music, they use the same cinematography, look, somber music. These are all different commercials. Yes, these people aren't creative, but Mm -hmm. 
Oh, and then the music. Piano. I'm going to pause this. You know who does this really well? Um, movie. The people who make movie trailers. They do it so well that I consider it an art. These commercials, not art. So that's just piano. When we first opened our doors, All right. since 1926, since 1978, they have to remind years. us that they've for been here forever, years. for over 80 years, and that we In trust brands. Years. Over 100 years, Nationwide has been on your side. Restaurants have always been there for you. Nissan has been with you through thick and thin. Nissan was there when my grandfather died. Did you know that? When my grandfather died. Uh, I couldn't make it to the funeral because I was all the way in California, and Jews bury their loved ones very quickly. But you know who was there? Nissan. I remember that. I was in shock. I don't even drive a Nissan. I did. It was when I was 16. When I was 16, I had a 350Z. I had a Nissan 350Z, my first car. I was spoiled. What What can I tell you? But um, so through thick and thin, like I haven't had a Nissan since, but they were there when my grandfather died. Um, and that just goes to show you that, that companies are, they're not just companies. They're people who love you and they're there for us. And, um, you know, they didn't even hold it against me. They're like, we get, our cars are kind of shitty. They're not the best. So, you know, thank you for buying one when you were 16 and you never came back as a customer, but we'll still be there for you. Not only during your grandfather's funeral, but just during coronavirus. In general, we will do what we've always done. Take care of people. We're people. 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 Family. 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 People. 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 Family. 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 Families. 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 Even now. Especially now. Now. Especially now. Right now. Now more than ever. More than ever. Today. More than ever. Today. More than ever. More than ever. They love us. At times like these. During these difficult times. In these troubled times. Challenging times. Trying times. Trying times. times Okay, I'm done. You get my point. The programming is real. This whole thing is fake. They're banning people off everything for, for talking about the truth. And speaking of the brainwash. And speaking of diversity not being our strength. And uh, and it, 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 it it's funny because... I have to reiterate this all the time. It's not just in college. It starts from kindergarten, preschool, high school. It's all there. You have no say in raising your child. Do you know that? Because if you buy into sending them to preschool, sending them to kindergarten, sending them to high school, pub- and, and mainly public schools and all that, and then sending them to college, you're a piece of shit. You're dumb. You're the ones who believe in the hoax. You're the ones who believe in all this stuff. At face, you don't even question it because questioning things means you're a conspiracy theorist. Right away, you question it, you're a conspiracy theorist. So you're at fault. And it's good that, I'm glad that that even high schoolers have brains. I mean, this one who follows my Sadwater account, he sent me this homework assignment that pushes the narrative, that pushes the narrative that, that open borders is good. We got to bring people in. He sent me this without even asking anyone to send it to me. And I've had many people send me things like this. And uh, again, it goes back to the knife attacks in London. Just let anyone in. It doesn't matter. We're all the same. We're all human. All humans are the same. All cultures are equal. They're all the same. Uh, Mozart's a piece of shit. So um, he sent me a thing he got, a question he got in his homework. He wrote, I mean, the question, he highlighted it, or I highlighted it. The question is, how did Swan versus Charlotte, uh, the Swan versus Charlotte effect, uh, case affect steps toward integration? Were these changes lasting? Then the question after, because I don't know what that is. The question, the main thing after that says, what new forms of segregation exist in U.S. society today? List three specific examples. Obviously, this is like an anti-white thing. Obviously. But I, I DM'd him and I said, let me tell you the real answer. Because they're right. There are new forms of segregation. It's not going to be the answer that it's going to get you the check, the check plus plus. It's not going to be that. But it's the real answer. The real answer, I said, and he he said he already submitted it and, you know, 
fuck it. But I said the real example is uh, the, the real example of new forms of segregation that exist in the U.S. today is, one, government housing. Look at government housing, a.k.a. the ghettos. Who lives there? Who lives there? What group of people live there? And, and not only that, but these are the people who keep voting for the people that put them there, which is beyond me. And not only that, but they always talk about uh, needing more public housing, needing more money for public housing. And not only that, but these are mega blocks, mega structures that look like communism threw up. They're gross. No one cares. They're always going to be crumbling. There's always going to be graffiti. There's always going to be drugs uh, drugs being sold in and out of there because it is a breeding ground for crime. No, Those aren't real communities. Community is a very key word that liberals use without knowing what it means. They think it's just these mega structures to put people in, and that is a form of segregation. I don't see any white people live there. I don't know. I don't even know if Mexicans live there, actually. I do know that it's, again, one of the first Americans. They came here when we came here. The blacks. The blacks. And they keep voting against their interest. They keep voting for more government housing. That is a waste of money. And it's ugly. It's aesthetically... It makes people depressed and angry. I guarantee you, if you made these places beautiful, crime would drop drastically. If you actually cared... And you can't trust the government to make anything beautiful they used to pre-world war ii they used to not not anymore when when they're still they're still building structures within the 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 style of postmodernism. so that's answer number one answer number two government schooling with those ghettos comes the government schooling which uh it's by zip code so if you if you segregate people off into these zip codes and they and, and they have to go to certain schools, you're gonna have segregation. It's by design. And who likes government schooling more than anyone? The liberals, Democrats, and 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 also to be fair, a lot of conservatives do too. It, but but the conservative people, not the politicians, but the people are anti government schooling. I think governments should get out of it completely and end it. The third answer is people naturally self-segregate. Look at Chinatown. Look at Little Italy. Little Bulgaria. I'm sure you can find that in your major metropolitan area. People naturally self-segregate. There's no such thing as diversity. So so it's it's done by force with the, with the government, with the housing and schooling, but also people naturally self-segregate. There's no mixing. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And then when you when you when you combine all these things, you're gonna have the stabbings in London. You're gonna have the rapes in Europe, and uh, and yeah, that's why I like the headbutt video. I'm gonna pretend like that 44 minutes was an opening rant, and now we start the podcast. Just kidding. Um. So this is all kind of tied together. The propaganda is very strong. Uh, the propaganda doesn't stop there. I've been seeing a ton of videos of TikTok videos of nurses and doctors uh, in empty hospitals uh, just making these gay fucking TikTok. If you use TikTok, not only are you anti-American because it's a Chinese-owned... It's the government. The Chinese government owns it. You're giving them all your information. Uh, it's it's fucking gay. Stop, stop with TikTok. Stop using TikTok. Um... But the propaganda is real. I keep seeing everyone has to clap for the, and I mentioned this before, has to clap for the nurses, has to clap for the doctors and the and the healthcare workers and the and the Trader Joe's people. They're all, you know what? They have a fucking job. This is their job. They're not heroes. Very few people actually get to be called a hero. I'll give it to soldiers. I'll give it to, I'll give it to cops sometimes. I'll give it to firefighters sometimes. Most of them take naps all the time. To be a firefighter, you get to live with your bros and work out and cook for each other and nap most of the time. Yes, yes, there's fires like once a year where where they're destroying Malibu. 
because we we decided to build in the desert. But for the most part, they're not heroes. They take naps, they cook for their bros, and they work out with them, and and they get paid a shit ton forever. So I don't even I don't know if I'd put firefighters in there. But very few people get to be called heroes. So I saw um, Marvel Marvel Entertainment tweeted a, a, a picture, and it says "Our Heroes" hashtag National Superhero Day, and the the picture is of healthcare workers, doctors. The doctor, it's a black female, obviously. Um, it's a postman. It's a it's a guy who works on the streets. It's a cop. The cop is all the way in the back. It's a guy with an apron. I'm guessing he's a butcher. And uh, no, these are people with normal jobs. They're not heroes. Sorry, not a hero. I'm not saying they suck, but they're not heroes. The picture looks very reminiscent of communist propaganda. So I tweeted a picture of communist propaganda of workers, of workers in China. And uh, I wrote communist propaganda has come full circle because it really has. And we, we need to stop buying into this shit. The, I don't know. I was going to talk about that. Not going to talk about that because I want to. I want to keep this flowing. Yeah, the real do- the real doctors. Uh, maybe maybe the real doctors who are coming forward and being like, "Yo, guys, this is kind of a hoax." Yes, coronavirus is real. Yes, some people are dying, but the out the the outrage, not the outrage, the people being all riled up and scared. That that that's all fake. Shutting down the whole economy, that's all fake. The doctors are like, the death rate is not that high. It's lower than the flu. That's fake. Oh, yeah, someone tweeted, new antibody study reveals aggregate death rate may be as low as 0.03. So you're telling me 17 million people were put out of a job and remain unemployed for that? Why isn't the media showing us overcrowded food banks and people starving to death because of this? Good question. 0.03. We're going to shut down the whole economy for 0.03. Got to do that. Uh, Speaking of bullshit doctors, these are the types of people who are propagating this whole thing. These are the people who you have to to be weary of. And something went wrong again. Is the video still there? Yes, it is. And here's a minute-long video. Watch. The battle is being fought. One family, one physician, one health center. That's why we're doing as well as we are. We're talking about the minority and strategies Mm. against the minority. So I have the solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitants, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States because Houston is the most diverse city in the entire United States. There are seven Asian languages spoken in that city. I've been a minority for more than 20 years in the city of Houston. The, the majority is we call Hispanic. That is not a race or an ethnicity. That is a political designation, but a lot of them are from Central, South America, Mexico. Guess who wants to get vaccinated the most? Immigrants. She wants to get rid of all the white people because they are the ones most hesitant about vaccination. Now, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I don't really know much about the subject, but you're not going to give me a coronavirus vaccine. I probably have the antibodies anyways. You're not going to force that. You're not going to track me with a chip or anything like that. Because this is all bullshit. Whenever they say it's for your protection, no, it's not. And it's bullshit. And then you have the people. The people behind the scenes hate you. The people behind the scenes are like this woman who hates white people. She's a white person. She hates them. Because they question things. When I was young, there was X amount of vaccinations. Now, it's quadrupled. I don't trust it. Some are good. A lot are bad, probably. I'm no doctor, it's just my hunch. And with that, Bill Gates defends communist China and says it did a lot of things right. It's weird that these kinds of people who made their fortunes in this country hate this country and hate the people. I want to hear what he has to say. Let's hear what Bill Gates has to say about uh, the Chinese government. And he's the one who pushes all these these vaccinations and shit. 
let's hear what this gem of a person, beautiful guy, really good guy, Bill Gates, my friend, has to say, okay, I was just buying time because it took a little bit to load. Um, there is right now in Washington a very different mood, which is to say, uh, far from cooperating with the second largest economy in the world, it is China that is to blame for this virus. You've been following this very carefully. How would you respond to the charge that, look, the Chinese covered this up, uh, they've essentially deceived uh, the rest of the world, and as a result, they should be held in some way responsible for this? Well, I don't think that's a timely thing because it doesn't affect how we act today. Uh, you know, China did a lot of things right. You know, at the beginning, like any country where a virus first shows up, you know, they can look back and say where they, they missed some things. Uh, you know, a lot of the, there, you know, some countries did respond very quickly and get their testing in place, and they avoided the incredible economic pain. And it's sad that even the U.S. that you would have expected to do this well uh, did it particularly poorly. But it's not time to talk about that. But this is the time to take the great science we have, the fact that we're in this together, uh, you know, fix testing, treatments, and get that vaccine, and, you know, minimize the trillions of dollars uh, and many things that you can't even dimensionalize in economic terms uh, that are awful about the situation that we're in. So that's a distraction. Uh, I think there's a lot of you know incorrect and unfair things said, but it's not even time for that. That's a distraction. No, what you just said was, and then to say we're in this together. This is a this is a phrase that is repeated a ton, and it's a form of brainwash. What do you mean we're in this together? You're a billion. You're the richest person alive. What are you? What the fuck are you talking about? You don't care about us. You're dancing around the question. You're defending China. You're a smart guy. This guy is extremely high IQ. I'm not taking that away from him. This guy is very fucking smart. You know what they do in China. If I know what they do in China, you know what they do in China, Bill Gates. You know what they do in China. So shut the fuck up. You do not care about us. I don't trust you. I don't trust people like you. I don't trust the people who work for you. And uh, we gotta we gotta keep our ears to the ground about uh, uh, people like this because they're not there to help you. The people that are that say they are, they're not. But he is a true hero, and I'll give him that. Um, so the last thing I'm gonna play for you because we have a few more minutes. Is and, and with all this hoopla, with all the UFO stuff, with all everything I spoke about, and the fact that we are so narcissistic, we don't care about UFOs existing, and, and the government admitting it, we forgot that Sunday was Lesbian Visibility Day. And I've said this before, I did a whole podcast on it, lesbians don't exist, they're not a real thing, they just don't like men because they had bad experiences with their father. And, uh, you know, like, th think about it like this, like, why buy a dildo? <laughs> I don't want to, I'm not, not to get graphic, but, uh, you are still craving the thing that guys have. I mean, you, you, uh, most lesbians also turn, turn, go back to men. We don't need to go over this again, but the whole dildo thing is kind of weird. Like, uh, if they were lesbians, like for real, maybe they would buy a, a vagina thing, not a dildo? I don't know, right? These are the deep questions I'm going to be asking on this podcast. You're going to be missing out on all of this if you don't pay for it. This is some some cutting-edge deep thoughts, some big thinks over here. So we missed that, that it was Lesbian Visibility Day. And look, okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe they do really exist. Maybe it's it's uh, just just ignorance on my part. So I want to watch this video that they released for uh, Lesbian Visibility Day, which, which you know, might maybe I get maybe it could be a thing. Maybe I was wrong. Let's let's take a listen. You can be an ally to lesbians by not killing us the minute we find love on TV. By not killing how? Here's how to be a better lesbian ally: by not killing us when we fall in love on TV. Okay, I'm sorry for all the times I did that. I guess I'm a murderer by allowing us to be ourselves. Um. Who's preventing anyone from doing anything, especially now? We are so tolerant that, that the craziest fucking things are tolerated, like pedophilia. 
It's important to remember that lesbians lie at an intersection. By allowing us to be ourselves. It's important to remember that lesbians lie at an intersection. We're women, some of us are black, some of us wait, are, wait, wait. are not able-bodied. Okay, so we have to acknowledge that some of you are black and have limbs missing. Because that's a major problem. We have all been, been ignoring that. You can be a better ally to lesbians by giving us more space at LGBT events. Give more space at LGBT events. So, well, that's actually true. So if you, you maybe didn't know about this, but the, the le lesbians have a major obesity problem. I'm not making this up. You can look it up for yourself. They have, a, they have an obesity epidemic. And uh, so they do need more space. That's another thing that I've, another word that's overused with these um, Marxist ideologies. What do you mean space? Okay, fine, at the LGBT event. But you always talk about space. We need our spaces. Like, they, they are the ones who like segregation. If we're talking about segregation, it's these people who like it. Stepping in when men objectify us. Stepping in when men objectify us. Just accepting us for who we are. Sorry, you're not a you're not a woman. This is a guy. This is a guy that grew out his hair, put on some lipstick and makeup, and says he's a lesbian. Uh you're not a lesbian. You're a dude who couldn't get laid, so you said you're a woman, so you can try to get laid with women who don't like dudes. Makes total sense. I hear all the time, I just don't get it. There's nothing for you to get. It's just accept us for who we are. It doesn't affect you. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, you kind of do. You kind of do affect everything. The balance. It's, there's a whole imbalance now with the sex. And not asking us inappropriate questions. Think about how you would speak to your best friend. If you want to ask them that question, don't ask us. Okay, this is the thing about women. They don't realize, especially lesbian women, they don't realize that uh, the way that men talk to each other, it's 99% inappropriate. It's 99% of us calling each other faggots and, uh, and just shitting on each other. That's how we bond. So, so she wants us to talk to them like how we talk to our friends. Okay, I, I, I can do that. Um, I guess by realizing that we're not like any marginalized identity, a monolith. Not looking at us like we're different or there's something wrong with us. You can be an ally to lesbians by not speaking over us, creating space for us, and knowing your lesbian space. history. Learn your lesbian history. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I guess the one of the things in lesbian history is that Hillary Clinton really is one. And uh, she's stayed married to Bill because of optics and to keep the Clinton last name. And they have like some sort of weird deal. I guess I'll. I guess that's les. That's all the lesbian history. There's no other lesbian history. It's done. That's it. It's it's one page. It's one paragraph. Um. Okay. With that, that is wrong opinion. I am Josh Lacash. You're gonna subscribe to the Patreon, or I'm gonna murder you. Uh. Here's a song. I love you. Bye. Picking fossils in the sand. I admire all the games. Another asshole lights the flame. Rusted clotheslines in the sun. Noise control, I've sunk in. I will smile the greatest red and smile. No one to complain. Redding in chrome and gore, it's all the same.